Hello everyone and welcome to the Let's Invest Real Estate Podcast with your host, yours truly, Lee Strauss. Oh, where to begin? Uh, well, today I was supposed to be having my first guest join the show. However, he's got some sick, uh, some sick children at home so he can't make it. So hopefully next time. Um, just a reminder, I really, <laughs> um, I, I, I don't want to sound like a slacker, but my goal is to not put in a whole lot of work, I guess, work or effort. I don't even know what the right word would be, but uh, short and sweet, I'm, I'm not looking to, to have uh, the world's greatest podcast. Um, I don't really like the technical side and all of the different, um, you know, uh, <laughs> different different um, technical things that you need to learn to have a podcast and operate a podcast. So, um, yeah, short and sweet. My goal is basically to just deliver a very candid, um, raw, non-edited podcast. Um, at least that's how it's going to be for a while. So, and I'm okay with that. That's that's kind of how I like to roll. Um, so yeah, that's just kind of a, a short and sweet. It's no intro, no outro, no jingle, <laughs> and all those all those bells and whistles. Um, just let's just cut right to the point. So yeah, um, so yeah, first order of business. I am um, I, I I do plan on having a guest on hopefully next time. Uh, looking forward to it. I've got a number of guests actually lined up, people that I've already spoken with, and I am excited uh, to bring them on and uh, listen to what they have to say and just kind of pick their brains, ask them questions. There's, there's just, there's, um, there's such a wealth of knowledge in this real estate investing space. I was just at an event uh, last Sunday in London. London, London, Ontario. Interesting place for real estate investing. It's um, it, it's like the it's like it's like the farm team. There are a large number of London, Ontario real estate investors that are all kind of spawned from the same group. Uh, they formed different groups. They've, some people have gone out on their own. Yeah, but, um. It's a very uh, real estate investing uh, friendly city or very popular there. Kind of interesting. Um, either way, yes, I was at an event uh, hosted by the one and only Mike Van Hout, who hopefully will agree to be on the show. Uh, so Mike, if you're listening, this is your invitation. Mike is such an interesting guy and I'm gonna save the details for when we interview him hopefully but um, the the weekend event is so so Mike puts on this um, it's called income diversity University it's an awesome name and he's just such a unique person so he's got all kinds of different income streams and he's a big proponent of that the other thing is, uh, so it's very, um, his group, I'm not sure if it is exclusively for men uh, or if you no know, women have actually just signed up. 
might be just for men. I'm not sure. That's something we can ask them. Um, but uh, the point I was making is it's, it's, it's almost like a little bit of a men's group. Um, which I've never been to before, so it's, it's kind of it's kind of unique. Uh, either way, I'm sure women are invited, or he would be happy to put on an event with women too. But we'll ask him that. Um, lots of uh, lots of very successful real estate investing women out there too. So let's just uh, make sure we address that. But um, back to back to the event. So uh, Mike has a lot to offer. He's a very unique individual. And uh, just the point I'm this uh, eventually going to get, going to make here is <laughs> um, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been doing this for 20 years, and this room is full. There was 30 guys there, and I was one of the I think I was the second or possibly third oldest person in the room, which is crazy um, I certainly don't feel like it I feel like I'm like I feel like I'm 30 not a day over but um, so many of these young young gentlemen and they are just doing all kinds of different things and it's almost like the things that they're doing I know they did exist but it's almost like they didn't exist when I was doing this uh, when, when I was starting out, um, kind of funny story. When I first bought my first rental property, there—I don't think there. Well, this is crazy. I don't even think there was an internet. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there wasn't. Um, that's weird. So we, you know, we used to kind of make our own leases and have all kinds of different clauses that people put in there, and everybody shared their leases and. I was a member of a local um, real estate group. It was it was called RAMA, Waterloo Regional Apartment Management Association. And I specifically remember uh, literally going over to this lady's house, uh, who was like the bookkeeper or secretary to the group, and she just gave me like you had to join. It was like if I remember, it was like twelve dollars, which is also crazy. And um, yeah, you had to meet this woman at her house, and she'd give you this package, and it had like it had like a lease um, that they recommended using, and some other resources and, and such, which is so crazy because anybody anywhere can find this stuff online now. It was it wasn't um, anything special or rocket science, but it was it was it was very clear as to how to. Uh, screen a tenant or what to ask and there's credit check forms and it was it was it, what a different world it was just crazy thinking about it but seeing these young guys uh, doing these things and some of these guys are doing wholesaling and flipping flipping multifamilies um, the wholesaling is is very impressive to me it's something that I never got into but uh, hearing some of the stories and seeing what some of these guys are doing, it's it's just mind-boggling what what um, like how how far this real estate investing has evolved, and that's kind of my 
my big takeaway is when I started, there wasn't like there was this group that I was part of, but it was very, very simple. And the things that are offered now, these courses and just resources on YouTube, podcasts, books, I feel like a lot of that stuff just wasn't really mainstream. Um, seeing, again, seeing the amount of younger gentlemen in this group, and this is just a, just a snippet of the people that are doing it, but some of these guys are, are very successful at what they're doing. And seeing what they're doing at such a young age is with, with, like, with all of these resources, um, it's, it's, it's shocking. It's, I guess it's almost a little bit confusing because, um, it's just, it, it, you know, being the old man of the group, it's, uh, it's quite interesting to see. Let's just leave it at that. It's quite interesting to see. And I, I'm, I'm quite impressed. My hat's off to them. I feel like these guys are doing things that uh, is more creative. It's, it's, more, it's, it's more tactful. And um, there's a lot more to it. It's just like when I was doing it, when I first started, it just seems that nobody was doing it. Um, and I catch myself sometimes thinking like, oh my God, everybody is, is real estate investing now. But part of the, part of the reason I think that is because I obviously do, uh, associate in multiple circles of other real estate investors. So it certainly seems like everybody I know is, um, doing real estate investing in some way, shape or form. When I first started, I didn't know anybody else that was doing what I was doing. So what a, what a, what a generational um, evolution. Very, very interesting. I, I, I actually, <laughs> I think about this a lot, actually, how, how far uh, real estate investing has come and how mainstream it really is. That's something that I'm going to talk about in a, a later podcast. But uh, more about just basically people being able to manage their own funds or financial future where 20 years ago, 30 years ago, uh, even 10 years ago, it was very, very common to just totally put your trust and rely in a financial planner uh, or somebody of the sort and it just seems that more and more people are taking their future and their like retirement and all those different things into their own hands and I couldn't be happier I think that is the best thing that somebody can do is to actually take the time educate yourself and make your own moves because nobody is going to take care of your money better than you. And I will talk about that again because that is that's a a very um, a close to my heart story. Um, moving on, yeah, back to uh, back to Mike's event. So Mike Van Hout, yes, very interesting guy, put on an awesome event. I've been to two of them now. I think he's had four. I look forward to the next one. And uh, just connecting with these, with these other people, hearing the stories, seeing what everybody's doing, uh, making some friendships, and 
uh, other contacts and, and such. Uh, never hurts to have additional contacts in this business, that's for damn sure. The news. Who, raise your hand if you watch the news. Obviously that's a joke, but um, the headlines, the headlines on your your homepage. I, I, I just, I can't get over this. Like I just can't get over the, like how the headlines are so skewed and how clickbaity it is. Sometimes if, if, it, if a headline actually sucks me in enough to actually take the time to click on it and read it, sometimes I'll finish the article and reread the headline and it almost has nothing to do with the article. It's kind of crazy. So my point is, I think that people need to be very careful with what they read and really understand what they are reading. Real estate is a hot topic and there is no question that prices are down. I just did a, an article, I do, I write articles as well, so if anybody wants to reach out to me, um, I'd be happy to share a, uh, a link that you can opt into my newsletters. Um, I quite enjoy writing these things, and I put a lot of them into them. But um, <clears throat> the the point I'm making about the the news is the real estate numbers. So yes, prices are down. There is no question. Um, you might hear some clicking because I'm not going to edit the clicks out. And I am just on my computer right now. So looking at my realtor system, uh, I'm looking at, I'm using a system called ITSO. And basically it's, it compiles a number, it compiles all of the listings, sales, activity in the whole area um, by the month. So just bear with me. I, I, I will eventually transition into video uh, podcast as well, but I'm not there yet. So for the month of October 2022, the median sale price for all of ITSO was 654500 Okay, so that's where we're at as of October. Now, today is November 20th. Um, so that's lagging behind, but I believe the the current numbers are relatively close to that. Rewinding to the absolute peak was in February of 2022, and that number was 875. So all of it so in February of 2022 was 875,000. Today it is at or sorry, not today, but in October, it is at 654. So a decrease of, you know, quite, quite a bit, quite a bit. Now, <clears throat> this is an important thing to note. If we're going to take that decrease, and that, that, that is a very uh, fast decrease, probably one of the de fastest decreases I've ever seen. But the interesting thing, and this is this is the big picture. This is the big picture. I talk, talk about this a lot <clears throat> because people are worried right now. 
and they 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 rightfully should be. Um, there's some crazy shit going on, and it is it is uh, it's very different than what what it was. But my point that I'm going to make here is this: we went from the absolute insanity peak. And it was crazy. I don't know who remembers February of 2022, but it was crazy. It didn't matter what the house looked like, where it was, nothing mattered. Everybody was buying like crazy, crazy. Nothing made, like it just didn't even make sense. And obviously we all know, okay, this is probably isn't gonna last forever, but the important part to remember is that some people needed to buy um, they wanted to buy and I would be willing to bet that the majority of the people that bought don't regard it <clears throat> even though it's dropped from and again this isn't an individual property we should we should do it an actual property case study just to kind of confirm um, and look at a numbers specifically but February 2022 all of it so 875,000 October 2022, 654,500. Now, rewinding, the point I'm going to make is this. How far back, previous to February 2022, do we have to go before we hit our current number that we're using? So, on the graph, we're looking for 654.5. So, we'll go rewinding and back to July of 2021, 660. So let's call that a wash. So July of 2021, all of it so was 660. The absolute peak, February of 2022, 875. Current number, 654. Interesting. So going back to July of 2021, the point I'm making is is so yeah, we just did that that's that's about a year. Let's go back a year to the previous July. This is this is where I haven't done this yet, so I actually want to see where it's at. The previous July of 2020 was five hundred and thirty thousand three hundred. So five thirty three hundred of July 2020 up to July 2021 660 okay so there's a there's a pretty solid spread there now we take July 2022 and go back even further It's, it's just kind of, sh sorry, July 2021. I uh, Apologies, again, I will not be editing that out. Um, that takes us back, so, so 530, 300, July 2020. If we go back to the previous July of 2019, 445. So the point I'm making is What happened in this this past year is an outlier, okay? 
This doesn't happen all the time. Um, we had massive gains, gains of 10% a month. I heard, even heard of like 20% a month in some areas, which is ridiculous and not sustainable. Um, also not good, like, like investors don't even like that. Home buyers don't like it, nobody does. It didn't make sense. So I think we are uh, going to see some more interest rate increases. We're probably gonna see some more pain in the market, probably some more um, uh, overall declines. However, if you're an investor and you have, you want to be a long-term investor, which is what I believe uh, the most, what I'm sorry, what I believe in the most is long-term investing, although I love flipping and things like that. This is the, this was what I would believe to be the safest, most efficient, close to a guarantee as you can get way of real estate investing. It's just long-term buy and hold, very simple, so boring, very straightforward, and it just, it just works. I believe there's very little risk as well, in my opinion. Um, and again, I've been in this for 20 years, so I, I've got a pretty solid base of, uh, of uh, timeline to bank that on. Um, Either way, it's it's just you know the numbers the numbers are one thing. Um, it's the big picture though. The big picture is very important. And um, hearing some of these these uh, again uh, these younger guys, I'm, I'm very impressed by these young gentlemen um, that I've met and guys that I follow on Instagram and different things like that. However, some of the newer people. They've only ever seen poss like the good times, but they've only ever seen possibly the best times. Like not even the good, but like the best ever. So this is kind of, this can be a wake up for some people and like a holy shit, uh, real estate's stupid and I'm gonna do something else because this, this doesn't make sense. But my, mantra should be remember the big picture it's all about the big picture so i want everybody to zoom out take a breath and just think about where was real estate prices sorry, sorry where grammatically where were real estate prices 10 years ago 20 years ago 50 years ago and where do you think they're going to be in 10 years 20 years 50 years seriously ponder that question if you want to if you want to call me i'd be happy to chat i love hearing other people's perspectives and, and thoughts and ideas and i can answer any questions that uh, you might have to the best of my my uh, knowledge but um it's just it's, it's one of these things that's just worth thinking about so i i do encourage people just to really think about this stuff slow down don't read every headline don't get um sucked in because there's more to the story there's more to the picture uh last topic i'm going to talk about today is are there still deals well 
Um, today is November 20th. I've got a deal closing on Friday for some clients, not investors, first time home buyers. Interesting, um, you know, interesting time to be purchasing. We, it, it's, it's so, okay, putting on kind of speaking from the realtor side, it's always interesting with the first time home buyers where they have high hopes. Um, these people were totally reasonable, but just on average, um, first time home buyers have, have wants and, and hopes and they should. And it takes them a little bit of time, uh, I've noticed over the last couple of years, where they put in offers, where I know they won't get the property, but I would never tell somebody not to put an offer in. Of course we're gonna put an offer in. I would do that all day long, and I suggest that that's what you do. However, it's a bit of a process. Some people catch on faster, some people uh, maybe they are a little bit more stubborn naturally, or they, they, um, they take longer to kind of, kind of see what's happening, but when these, when we've been facing these multiple offers and and this crazy uh, buying time the last, I would say even up to five years, really, really if you think about it, um, yeah, yeah, because uh, yeah, I can think of properties that I that I was involved in uh, five years ago that uh, were multiple offers. So yeah, five five years plus multiple offers has been a thing. Bidding wars has been a thing. So it's 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 just such a hard time to buy, and it takes. I mean, especially the first-time home buyers, they can't just like. You have to ask. So as a realtor, obviously, I've got some some tricks and experience and that kind of thing from the investor side and such. But if you're facing twenty other offers, name five ways that you can win. I'll wait. Basically, you have to write a blank check. That's about the only, now obviously, like I said, there are obviously some things, but let's get real. Uh, most sellers are looking for dollars. They're not looking for letters and you know things like that. But um, it's been a very interesting time from the real estate side. I don't mean to ramble, but uh, back to these uh, these people. So. They cut on very quickly that hey this this isn't working. We're putting in offers on properties that we're we're getting blown away, and this is literally uh, I would say September of 2022. So when the shit was really hitting the fan, and the news was just running wild with the stories, we were offering on properties in Cambridge and Kitchener that were listed for 499,000, selling for. 650 700 20 i think the one i think the most we saw was 22 offers on one of them so it's just so interesting to see the real time playing out when you you hear on the news or the radio or on your homepage of your browser or whatever you know real estate's crashing and all these different things and nobody's buying and Sales are down and yada yada yada. It's just it's it's just bullshit. It's it's so much clickbait. It it's it's. It, I think there should be some restrictions on that. I really do because and I'm a I'm a very restriction free person. But they shouldn't like most. The average person looks to the news for their information. 
in all different ways for for uh, financial, medical, um, you know, weather. If it's raining, should I wear a raincoat? I don't know. I gotta listen to the news and see what they say. So. I just think it's a little bit dangerous for them to be able just to write whatever to get people to click, to read an article that doesn't have anything to do with the the title. Like, is it just me or is that weird? Anyways, we uh, we were we um, uh, this 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 young couple they were able to comprehend very quickly that this isn't working. I said, all right, guys, you know. I'm, you know, we got here very quick, very fast. It didn't take them long to realize. And we need to stop fighting. Why are we fighting for properties? There are lots of properties that have been sitting that have fallen through cracks or nobody's, you know, maybe they, maybe it went conditional and the deal fell apart. Like that's happening a lot. So let's not be watching you know, realtor.ca and, and watching for the what's up, what's new today. Let's see what was new last week and is still there. That's where we're going to find our deals. So, I mean, it's not groundbreaking, but you'd be, you would be surprised how many deals I close using that very simple strategy. So maybe I, uh, Maybe I just gave away the the golden goose, but uh, that's 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 the go-to. You, you know, there are deals out there. You just have to find them. They ended up um, offering on some of these properties in areas in cities that they didn't really want to be in, but uh, they were getting desperate and and they were they were trying. We ended up using my. Uh, super secret uh, strategy to secure a property in a town that was their first choice. It was perfect for them, but they kind of, you know, we wrote it off as being this is just, just not going to work. Um, uh, so yeah, you know, once once they kind of came to the realization that hey, this isn't going to work, I went to work. That, that's what I like to do is go to work and find people a property that suits them that we don't have to fight for. Obviously, I'm not going to divulge the numbers on here, um, but we got this property with, let me think here, we got, yeah, we, we clients are pre-approved, they're ready to go, uh, a little bit frustrated from, you know, from losing out on some other offers, but when it comes like it's it's just it's the perfect time to find the property for you their first home it's the perfect time in a situation like that so um pull up the stops we found a property that was on the market for about two weeks had one previous price reduction and they loved it they loved the property it suited their needs to t they love it and let's be honest, most people don't love their first purchase uh, to move into, but they love it. They're so happy. So I'm happy. They're happy. Everything is good. Now, in this market, like I said, it's it's not what it was six months ago. 
So there is some room for negotiation, which, like, finally, I can actually, I can make a difference. This is this is what I'm this is what I'm here to do, is make a difference and work for the clients. I love this part. I love it. I come alive. It's like, it's like, uh, it, it's just been suppressed for so long because, you know, everybody, the buyers, either are writing blank checks. Um, but there's no, I'm just submitting it. Like, it's like, here it is. Here's your offer. Uh, nothing I say is going to help put this deal together. But now we're back to negotiation and I, I love it because this is what I like to do. I, I quite, I quite enjoy that part. So we went in under list price. And remember, this property's already had a, had a price reduction and got it. We got this property, we went in firm, no bullshit. Here it is, firm, fast closing. Um, what, what other terms do you want? You know, we'll give it to you, but we're firm. This is the price, take it or leave it. And they took it. So everyone's happy, everybody is happy. We got a deal. We, we got a deal. They're moving in on, so they get the keys on Friday, they're, move, they're gonna do do some sprucing up and move in right after. But uh, moral of the story is um, there are deals out there and uh, you just gotta call me to find them for you. So uh, let's leave it at that. Um, I It is now 12.20 in the morning and I am getting up at five for a flight. Uh, there's a, a snowstorm out the window and tomorrow I am flying to California with my wife for our 10 year wedding anniversary. So with that, um, hopefully next podcast, we will get a guest on here. Um, and uh, until then, don't read the headlines. Call me when you're ready to uh, when you're ready to talk. Thank you for listening to the Let's Invest Real Estate podcast and I look forward to the next one.